Hey everybody, you're tuning in to Mad About It. I'm your host, Becky. Becky with the good hair. That's right, it's me. Uh, today, today's a super fun day. Uh, I'm not mad about like almost anything. I'm only mad about a few things. The things that I'm mad about are uh, uh, mostly uh, really trivial because it's Adventure Time Day. We're gonna talk about Adventure Time the whole time. I, I'm really excited. I love Adventure Time. It's one of my favorite shows. I liked it when it first came out. I liked it when it got popular. I liked it when it like stopped being primarily directed by Pendleton Ward. Not as much. Uh, uh, and uh, you know, I just liked it all the time. It's just always really good. And uh, it's one of the most creative, expressive, emotional, uh, intimate, complex, moody, uh, psychedelic uh shows i've ever seen uh it's really really good um it's uh created by pendleton ward he's a guy from austin texas uh he's kooky he's weird he's shamelessly a little bit mentally ill um and he he got really overworked got really overdone by doing this big huge tv show with it with cartoon network that that exploded uh with popularity and uh around season five he quit uh being the uh, the showrunner which means i guess that's like the the head storyboard artist and the head uh animator and editor in chief and stuff like that um so he was that for uh for uh, up until season five he was the writer and uh, storyboard artist until season seven, where he took a little bit of time off to go work on an Adventure Time movie. Uh, but uh, he uh, still supervised all the episodes, still watched everything, uh, provided input. But in my opinion, in my opinion, the show really changed around season five and I, I i think you can really see it if you watch adventure time there's something about it it's like it's an 11 minute thing that feels like a a full novel i don't know how they could fit that much stuff into into 11 minutes um i have been moved to tears by adventure time episodes more than once there are too many to name um, I'm going to list a ton of my favorite episodes in the description. I'm not going to list all the numbers here because uh, uh, unless you're a super fan, which like, hey, what's up? I'm so happy you're tuning in. I'm also, I'm a bit of a super fan. I'm sure I'm not as big of a super fan as you are, but um, so yeah, um, I love, I love Adventure Time. I think it's the best. Uh, and um, I wish that... Uh, my only beef about Adventure Time is I wish that it, uh, it wasn't uh, exclusively played on Cartoon Network because it like does not make sense to me as a kid's show. I like I will show my kids Adventure Time 100%. That's going to be like it's going to be a huge it's a huge thing. If I have kids, I will show them Adventure Time. Um, but uh, the adult perspective on Adventure Time is so meaningful and so overwhelming to me and there's so many things about it that are just so mature 
uh, beyond like anybody's years, you know. Um, I just don't think it's a kids' show, you know. I don't th- like for for the fact that like uh, it's just uh, it's got so many other things in it, and I know that as a kid you just wouldn't understand any of the jokes, and that's the thing that I guess I wish I wish that I had the perspective of somebody who was watching Adventure Time for the first time as a child because then you would get to watch it again as an adult and have a completely different experience. Um, yeah, maybe if there's any super young list, I mean, if you're if you're young enough to, to know what it's like to watch Adventure Time as like an actual child, then uh, you're not old enough to be listening to this podcast, I don't think. I don't think that's, I don't think it's possible, but um, so I would say, you know, tell me about it if that's you, but I don't think that's you. I hope it's not you. Turn it off. I think that's illegal. I say a lot of bad stuff. It's not illegal, but it's certainly not, certainly not uh, recommended. I, you know, who am I to tell you what to do? Obviously, whatever. Anyway, I'm really off topic. I can get it. I'm just getting this out. Okay. Um, all right. So, yeah. A little bit more about Penalty War before we go on. Um, uh, Penalty Ward, uh, he's the voice of Lumpy Space Princess. If you've watched the show, I think we can all appreciate uh, Lumpy Space Princess, uh, LSP, is the light of my life. Uh, one of the best characters in the show. Um, in the Fiona and Cake episodes, uh, Lumpy Space Prince is, is identical, and that, on its own, uh, made my whole life just like just instantly validated i was uh, i'm obsessed with lumpy space the the with the first major lumpy space princess episode where she's like uh getting dressed for the ball and she's like wearing a trash bag and, and then later when she like when she like lives in the woods she eats beans and she's like gossiping to the logs and the trees and shit and talking about uh chad and i just it just it just kills me i don't think there's i've never seen anything funnier than lumpy space princess um that being said the whole real point of the episode is we're gonna talk about bubbling we're gonna talk about uh princess bubblegum and marceline because princess bubblegum and marceline are my reason for living i i think that they're i think that it's like it's like one of the best things it's, it's one of the best things that's ever happened to uh to lesbian subtext but the thing about it is that it's not a subtext it's a canon it's a canon it's official it's like in the plot it's in the plot from the very moment that it's introduced from the moment it's introduced they are gay uh they're not you know i'm not saying they're gay like they're exclusive i'm saying that they have a homosexual relationship in this cartoon universe there's legitimately homosexual it's not like me sitting like daydreaming about raven and starfire it's like actual in the plot they kiss at the end of the show it's not a spoiler alert you know why it's not a spoiler alert because they act like it's already happened that's how that's how legit this shit is it's like i don't even i i have a hard time just like walking down the street not being like bubbling to you hello beautiful day bubbling bubbling 
You know, it's just, look at the look at the sky. It's beautiful. Look at those fucking flowers, bubbling. You know, it's like fucking be grateful. There's this exists. Um. All right. I'll stop. I'll stop. Let's get into it. Okay. So why 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 the background on Pendleton Ward? Uh, uh, he he's the guy that wrote this, and uh, he's uh, he's uh, not a woman. He's not a lesbian, but. The guy seems to be kind of honorary. Go, go ahead and put it out there. He certainly has. He seems like he's uh, anxious and socially awkward enough to uh, uh, to uh, at least get like a you know like a sad, uh, angsty dyke uh, honorary uh, badge. I hope he's not offended by that. If he is, he's a fucking asshole. Cause like such a compliment such a compliment he's definitely an honorary lesbian um and the main reason i know he's an honorary lesbian is because the way he fucking writes his stories makes my heart sing it's like my experience in the cutest little cartoons i've ever seen in my life um so uh he encouraged uh the writer of steven universe um Rebecca Sugar, he he was like he was like yo, come help us with Fiona and Cake, but uh, the 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 original idea was based on sketches uh, for uh, a Natasha Allegri, uh, something Allegri. Uh, she she's the one who originally was like yo, we should have a gender flip of of uh, Finn and Jake. Um, we are gonna have a whole separate Fiona and Cake episode. We're gonna have a whole separate Fiona and Cake, Rebecca Sugar, uh, Natasha Allegri, all this stuff. We're gonna deal with this later, all right? Today's bubbleine, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that we're 100% gonna talk about Fiona Cake every once in a while. We're 100% gonna talk about gender flipping, uh, but it's gonna be mostly uh, Femme Slash today. So, uh, yeah, it uh, seems to be a, a, a creative uh, uh, a feminist, uh, uh, I don't say feminist, that's loose, but it's definitely a creative progressive uh, environment over there at Adventure Time. And uh, Princess Bubblegum, I feel like, is the perfect embodiment of this. Princess Bubblegum is, uh, is basically like... I mean, she's actually God. Like, it's hard to... So so in Adventure Time... Hold on, we gotta back it up. We gotta back it up. We gotta back it up. So if you're not familiar with the show, uh, you gotta go get familiar with the show after the episode. But, uh... So basically, it's a cartoon about uh, this, uh, this kid and his dog. His dog is magic. The dog basically saves him every goddamn episode uh, spoiler alert jake is jake is also god there's like a lot of gods in this universe so this universe is called the land of Ooh. the land of Ooh is fucking baller i, I really want to go um the land of Ooh has all these like uh these like uh essences that are like represented by princesses so there's like uh 
like Breakfast Princess, and there's like uh, uh, you know Princess Bubblegum, who's like the candy queen, and there's uh, there's uh, uh, Lumpy Space Princess, and there's uh, 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 Jelly. Who's the Jelly Slug Princess? There's like a lot of different princesses. All right. Oh, it's a, a, a slime princess. That's who it is. There's a jungle princess. There's a, a mini princess. There's muscle princess, not to be confused with Susan Strong. There's embryo princess. Uh, there's old lady princess. There's hot dog princess. <laughs> I love hot dog princess. Uh, there's uh, there's uh, um, there's a lot of good. Well, we'll get into it. All right. But, uh, and, uh, so, but Princess Bubblegum is, uh, she is the, the candy princess. And, uh, I'll be honest, though, like, if you go into the lore of the show, you can make a really strong argument that basically, like, there was the Big Bang, and instead of, like, Earth forming, there was this mother goo, and the mother goo... Uh, formed Princess Bubblegum, and Princess Bubblegum was basically God and created the entire Candy Kingdom, all of its citizens. She also just straight up created herself a family. She created herself an uncle who it was so amazing that he became an actual king and tried to take the kingdom back from her in the in the end of the show. Um, the point is, Princess Bubblegum is no lightweight all right she is basically the main character of the show she's 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 actually god i'll say it again uh in the land of ooh uh, it's pretty much princess bubblegum and then a bunch of chumps all right not entirely true there is somebody that's not just something that princess bubblegum made that's not just something that's part of the mother goo it's marceline Marceline uh, is absolutely uh, not a creation of Princess Bubblegum. Uh, she is a vampire queen who uh, uh, is basically the devil. I, I, I don't want to say the word devil because she's not a devil. Not even close. She kind of should be, but she isn't. That's the thing about her. It's so fucking sexy. But like... Uh, uh, the thing about it is that Marceline is just a, she's just a lady who's like in the land of ooh, who's also immortal, who's also got a crazy amount of power, who shapeshifts and regenerates and can't die, blah, blah, blah. She can be staked, I guess. Somebody could stake her, but like fucking nobody will. It's fucking Marceline. She's a vampire queen. You can't fucking bother her. She can't be bothered. So, um, oh, I guess I should say she's only half demon. And uh, there's a plot later in the show where Princess Bubblegum like gives her back her mortality, but it's like on a slower scale. I just don't, I don't know what the plan is with that, because like Princess Bubblegum's gonna die. I think it's a real big power play thing. Uh, you could totally interpret it as a whole bunch of different things. I mean, Princess Bubblegum, yeah. But anyway, back to Princess Bubblegum. Uh, Princess Bubblegum, she's made of gum. Uh, this is like a thing that is just a fact, you know, uh, the, the properties of gum are, are pretty, uh, pretty steadfastly, uh, uh, respected 
throughout Adventure Time uh, with Princess Popgum. I will say that there's some weird, like, time-aging, like, uh, shifting juices or something that happen with uh, potions and stuff. That, you know, it's a cartoon show. It's not, it's not Tolstoy, but goddamn does it feel like Tolstoy sometimes. It's like, it's a little much for me. I, I tell ya, I tell ya, I was... I was supposed to record this episode two days ago, but I was legitimately too emotional. I was <laughs> too emotional. I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I have, I have like three drafts of this because I was just like a, a mess. I couldn't think straight. I just think it's like art on a level that I have not seen in a while. I also, I'll admit, I'm usually high as balls when I watch Adventure Time, and um, that's just that's just that's what it is. It's a fact. Uh, anyway, all right, you priority guessed. But anyway, so uh, she's actually God. She's like the most important character. Um, she's weirdly like immortal. She's been around for forever. That's part of being God, I guess. Um, she's like a genius and she speaks a ton of different languages. We hear her speak German, Turkish, and Korean in the show. And, uh, uh, she's, oh, she's voiced by, uh, Hinden Welt, Hinden Walt, Hinden Walt. Um, so that's, 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 that's pretty much everything about, uh, Princess Bubblegum. Uh, if you watch the show, you'll kind of observe that sometimes she does experiments that are, like, actual, like, well, there, you know, there she's God. And then other times, uh, the whole episode is about one of her experiments gone wrong. One of my favorite episodes is, like, the Candy Zombies, where, like, she's, like, making some sort of potion, and, like, it goes wrong, and, like, everybody becomes a flesh-eating zombie, and, like, the zombie virus is contagious, and, like, I forget the condition. I think that, I think that there's something, I forget what it is. It's such a good episode. But, yeah, so sometimes, sometimes she's, like, actually gone, and Sometimes she's like, uh, she's like, she's, she's, she's the whole problem. Um, and, and she's, uh, she's, she's definitely, uh, uh, hard to talk to sometimes. <laughs> so she's the ruler of the Candy Kingdom and, uh, all of her subjects are like really dumb so that they just like listen to her and like don't have any, uh, like, subversive plans the thing is is that when she was first made by the mother goo she uh she uh she got like you know her her, like family members that were like highly sentient beings that she made like turned on her so uh she was just like all right i guess i can't make super intelligent beings because every time i make a super intelligent being really blows up in my face and uh so she just stops making super intelligent beings except for you know when she like doesn't and then there's a whole episode about it but um uh so she's definitely like an actual genius she has like a bit of an aloof 
nature to her sometimes. She's like really emotionally insensitive sometimes, which I think is like amazing. Like, cause she's pink and she wears dresses and she's got a crown and she's like kind of real uptight. She's she's got her she's got her whole thing she's got her whole thing figured out. But uh, uh, and then uh, she has to do something that's traditionally feminine and she just like can't even deal. She can't even she can't even get halfway there. She can't even pretend. I love it. Um, she's like a, she's a very, she's a very toppy, uh, she's a very, she's a very toppy femme. Um, I like, uh, I like, uh, oh my gosh, the Varmints episode. I've seen that episode so many times, I could watch it endlessly. I think it's, I think it must be one of my favorite episodes. Varmints in season seven. I'm thinking about having a whole season seven episode. I kind of feel like the early episodes are like the most important bubbling groundwork stuff. So we're going to focus on those. But like, oh my gosh, P-Bubs is so butch in Varmints. And uh, I I say that uh, assuming that the listeners that I'm speaking to are going to respect that that's a compliment. Also, she's so sexy with the guns and stuff i know i I know guns are bad but it's like cartoon guns you know what i mean cartoon guns are are super fun that's totally kosher it should be totally kosher to be like oh p-bubs is so sexy with her cartoon guns and her like gotta stay up kill the varmints oh my gosh i loved it and then like marceline comes over and they're just like and she's like hey you know let's hang out what are you doing and she's like whatever i'll just like stop whatever i'm doing to help you do what you do marceline loves princess bubblegum so much so much it's obvious in everything about the whole deal i'm obsessed i can't even it like moves me just to see it like immortal animated fictitious shapeshifters should not be something that make me like cry for how unbelievably relatable and beautiful it is i mean i see so much of myself and so much of my own experiences in these cartoons that i'm just like are there spies like the l word has nothing on adventure time that's all i'm saying this is like a hundred thousand times more my experience than anything else and i and i can't I, it doesn't make any sense it's 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 completely made up it's totally it's totally fictitious it's animated now to me as an animation lover that that that's not like a disqualifying trait but for a lot of people animation is a disqualifying trait for like realistic like feelings that are going to be triggered by it you know like something my like some people i have some friends um especially older people that didn't grow up with cartoons i don't know everybody grew up with cartoons but some people just don't like cartoons it has nothing to do with your age some people just don't like cartoons and i think that honestly the the blank slate nature of a cartoon like makes it more relatable like it's just kind of uh you know it's easier to project onto it um for me at least i i just you know i kind of live in an abstract place all the time anyway um 
my own experience uh, with some uh, mind-altering things. I, you know, it's kind of all been disappointing because, like, my daydreams and my imagination are far more psychedelic than actual psychedelics. Not that I would ever do such a thing, but uh, it's just, it was kind of eye-opening how, how boring it was because I was like, oh my god, this is literally just, like, B-rate meditation. You can go... You can go to the moon and back with meditation much sooner, much cheaper, much easier, and all the other stuff. Alright? Uh, and, uh, I kind of feel that way about, uh, this, like, uh, this cartoon romance. It's like, for me, it just allows me to go into this, like, superior, fantastic headspace that, like, I honestly, like, only ever got to go to when I was a kid. And now I can go there with like books and I can go there with uh, cartoons and media and I can go there with music and... But this, uh, this uh, cartoon femme slash is basically just like a super vivid fever dream femme slash that I'm reading anyway. Which brings me to my next point. I was looking at some of the femme slash available for this. You don't like, don't need it because it's like straight up in the show. Like you just watch it. You're just watching femme slash. Uh, and uh, I was surprised that uh, how in a lot of the the fem slash Princess Bubblegum is like the submissive one. I feel like that's like so inherently like sexist to think that Princess Bubblegum would be uh, the submissive one in the relationship. I think that that makes no sense. I think the only reason that people think that is because she's pink. Like, if you pay attention to her personality, like, 100%, 100%, she is the boss of Marceline. Like, 100%. Um, you know, I'm not saying they don't switch. That's not, uh, that's not, of course, uh, of course they switch, but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty obvious to me that she's, She's like a huge control freak. Like she's God. She's God. So I, I just yeah. anyway. Okay. So moving on. Marceline. Marceline, voiced by Olivia Olson. Uh her full name Marceline Abadir. Um Marceline is the only person in the whole show that ever calls Princess Bubblegum by her like actual name, Bonnabelle. And when they're like in a crisis mode, and it's like, and like the writers want to show that they're like, you know, on an intimate level that's way more than anybody else, uh, they'll have Marceline say Bonnabelle or Bonnie. Uh, and it's like, it's, it's, it's cute. They have, uh, they have, uh, uh, little nicknames for each other. But the thing about Adventure Time is that, of course, like, the nicknames are, like, their actual true names. Like, nobody would actually know their true names unless they were, like, you know, being, being sexy with each other. A hundred percent. Whether or not they ever actually touched each other, they were being sexy with each other the whole goddamn show. And it was not subtle, and it was never subtle, and that's what I love about it. It was, I did not say, hmm, I wonder. I was like, oh, look at that. Look at the gayness. I, I mean, at first, I, it was too good to be true. At first, I, I will admit, I thought it was too good to be true. I was like, they can't possibly be gay because it's too good to be true. 
Uh, but the thing about it is that Princess Bubblegum, if you look at her personality on a fucking Venn diagram, it's 100% just one circle, and that circle is big old, big old dyke. Uh, Princess Bubblegum is, is not, uh, is not ambiguously anything. She's, she's very gay to me. She reads super gay. She, like, can't talk to men in a way that's not like, oh, you poor penis thing. It's like, it's amazing. Like, I, I, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure everybody disagrees with me. I'm sure everybody's all upset, but that's how I feel. Um... But uh, Marceline, on the other hand, is, uh, I guess, you know, she portrays herself as more of the, the sort of diesel dyke, in a sense. Uh, she's not really a diesel dyke at all. She's just a punk. She's just a punk queen. She's a vampire rocker. And uh, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that uh, either of these people would, uh, would be classified as one anything, you know? So I'm gonna go ahead and say that, uh, you know, I'll, every time I say that either of them are being a crazy lesbo dyke, I'm, I'm just being like a funny person. I'm not being like super serious. Um, they're obviously like, you know, obviously these cartoons have a, a, a spectrum of sexualities amongst each other, especially the ones where they don't have any sexualities with each other. They're just chilling, except for the tree trunks and her pig friend who are just boinking every time they show up it's unbelievable they won't stop going at it it's weird it's a kid's show like this grandma is just so promiscuous um okay uh so marceline is definitely you know she's the she's the sad uh bass guitar playing moody girl with the shit dad who's that girl i have no i have no idea who she is i don't relate to her whatsoever um marceline who uh, so she she is this uh, she is this uh, uh, all powerful immortal you know daughter of the devil and she's seen it all she's been there done that and she's over it and she just wants to fuck you know that's not really what it is she just wants to hang out she just wants to she just wants to chill she just wants a good conversation she literally hangs out with uh, she hangs out with uh, Finn and Jake. Just to chillin' and just fucking around. She hangs out with LSP just chillin'. Like, there's so many good Marceline episodes. Like, Marceline is TFB. Um, Marceline also, most importantly, straight up does not want to rule the nightosphere. At all. She also fucking hates it when you steal her fries. Don't steal her fries and don't make her rule the nightosphere. And everything's gonna be fine. If you break one of those two things, she's gonna turn into a whole bunch of crazy, horrible shapes. Her shapes are terrifying. Um, the first couple episodes that we get introduced to Mar- Marceline are so amazing, and uh, but also like literally her 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 like her like her like ultimate rage shape is a big old sheep. She's a big black sheep. <laughs> She's literally a giant. She turns into a giant black sheep. Like they portray her ultimate superpower. The thing that saves the whole fucking deal. And she like almost kills the thing. And then they have the kiss moment at the end of the very last episode. She just turns into a giant black sheep. Like a crazy super powerful black sheep. They turn her weakness into her ultimate strength. 
She's a good friend. Uh, she is. Uh, she's a chill bitch. She. She should be a horrible asshole, but she's she's a vampire. The thing about it, she's a vampire. She drinks only the color red. She doesn't actually drink blood. She drinks the color red. Somebody explained to me how that isn't like the most uh, like vegan vampire ever. Like fucking, of course she loves that PB though, man. Of course she wants to drink that pink. I, I don't even, I can't even put it into words. They literally said, they were like, this is a vampire who's vegan and only wants to eat Princess Bubblegum. I'm like, uh, so you're gonna tell me that they're just friends? What? Uh-huh. So yeah, they're not. They're like never have been. We find out way later that they were like involved in, in like, you know, a couple hundred years before the show kicks off. Freaking Hobbit style shit. But, um... All right, we first get introduced to Marceline with her incredible jaw-dropping, show-stopping Fry song. The Fry song, I'm sorry, if you watched that episode and didn't have like a, 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 a profound emotional reaction to the Fry song, then I, I think you need to, I think you need to, uh, you know, do a little more self-reflection. I think you might be suppressing your emotions. Um, the fry song was fantastic. I don't know anybody that can't relate to somebody stealing their fries, feeling sad. Uh, and it's so catchy, and she mostly is just showing off how fucking good she is at being a sexy bitch. Bass guitar playing, key to all sexiness. PB's sitting over there like, what? What? Also, Marceline has a bad ex. You tell me, you tell me. You tell me somebody like Marceline doesn't have bad ex. Fucking everybody's got a bad ex, but especially somebody that plays bass guitar like that. That's all I gotta say. Uh, so yeah, they they are legitimately they are legitimately uh, they're legitimately like involved as more than friends. Um, the first time we get to see it is what was missing, uh, where we get to see uh, I'm just your problem. So the thing about it is that what was missing is is amazing. You have to watch this episode. Um, basically, Finn loses a piece of Bubblegum's hair, and Finn has a crush on Bubblegum. And oh, we're supposed to sympathize with Finn, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I mean, so... Finn's like, yo, I gotta go get this thing from this, like, door thief guy. So this, like, door, this door, this door walker, I don't know what, like, door, door guy. He's a guy who just, like, walks through weird portals. He's just a portal guy. And he's like, so portal guy gets a hold of Finn's, uh, wad of, uh, bubblegum's hair, which is literally just a wad of gum. Um, and, uh, He's chasing everyone, and he grabs Marceline to help, and then they grab Princess Bubblegum, and then, uh, and then, uh, it's like him, Jake, Princess Bubblegum, Marceline, they're hanging out, and they're stuck at this door, and the door's like, in order to open, you gotta play a dope song, because, like, the, the best thing about Adventure Time is it's all about the music. Music is, the music is amazing. Especially because Marceline is there. So Marceline starts playing her song, I'm Just Your Problem. Uh, Unbelievable so good i like had an experience again 
Every time, every time, every time Marceline gets a solo, I have like a spiritual experience. Um, the door almost opens, but it doesn't. The only time that they get to open the door is when Marceline and Bubblegum uh, make up for not being friends or something. They're like they're like in a fight all the time, and uh, it's because uh, Marceline feels like Princess Bubblegum thinks she has to be perfect, and Princess and that Princess Bubblegum is like stuck up and thinks that she's better than Marceline and. Princess Bubblegum is like, yo, like, I do not think I'm better than you. But Marceline, like, doesn't believe it until they all, like, get to hang out and have a song. Yeah, you heard me right. They get in a fight on this 11-minute episode on kids' show about, uh, you know, Marceline thinking that, uh, uh, Princess Bubblegum is stuck up and thinks she's better than her. And uh, Princess Bubblegum being too stuck up to realize it. And then uh, they all realize it and they get together and they make up. (sighs) That's like, that's every lesbian fight ever. It's certainly one of the top five, like, most canonized lesbian arguments. Like, for real. This is like an intimate relationship argument this is not you know and that's the whole deal that's that's why it's so special and that's why it's so amazing is first of all they have a real genuine like personal conflict that they have to resolve on this cartoon show and uh it's intimate it's personal it works on a platonic level it works on a on a romantic level it's uh good for all ages of all stages of different types of relationships so like it's just really good subject material to begin with but also don't forget it's queer it's amazing um i like uh, i just sometimes i can't tell if it's that i can't tell if it's that uh Queer things are underrepresented so that when they happen, it feels a thousand times better. Or if it's that, uh, this is actually super common and I'm just really biased. And I, you know, just prefer gay stuff. I just don't think that's, I just, I think it's that, I think it's that it's rare and that it's super powerful. That has to be what it is. All right. That's, we'll say that's what it is. Okay. But anyway, um, then the next episode, oh my God, oh my God, Sky Witch. Have you seen Sky Witch? Gotta watch Sky Witch. Sky Witch. The whole premise of the show is that Princess Bubblegum's Marceline shirt, like Marceline gave Princess Bubblegum, Princess Bubblegum one of her shirts. Marce, uh, Princess Bubblegum wears it like to sleep every day, is obsessed with it, smells it, like huffs her shirt. And then is like, uh, gets stolen because the Sky Witch takes it from her because, uh, because, uh, 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 the sky which takes it from her because uh, 
it's like supercharged with uh, sentimental value. Like literally they were like, we're gonna make an enemy that searches for highly sentimental things uh, to make potions out of so that we can talk about the emotional surcharge that is the emotional supercharge that is the princess bubblegum marceline tension that's like amazing that's what the whole premise of the episode like the episode is is talking about some some evil person taking the soul and energy of a crush and using that energy that power to like you know fuck shit up whatever the hell sky which wants to do some fucked up shit but like you know princess bubblegum like channeled all her love into that shirt that she has it's so cute oh my gosh so yeah there's a whole lot there's a whole lot of really really good princess bubblegum marceline episodes um oh my goodness I just love, uh, I love, I love when, I love when Marceline acts like a completely different person around her. Like, there's definitely, like, a side of Marceline that is only shown around Princess Bubblegum. Like, when she's around Finn and Jake and everyone, she's, like, way more of a cool bro. And, uh, uh, I just kind of am obsessed, uh, I'm obsessed. I think season seven it's almost like a little bit too much when they go into uh when they go into all these like really complex personal histories i love the marceline background i love the whole ice king plot i find it all kind of a distraction from what i would rather be watching which is 24 7 bubbling 24 7 i kind of wish that there was just like uh like a you know, Adventure Time L word. Like not not like a not like a, just a funny parallel, but like literally just like Adventure Time L word edition, where Princess Bubblegum and Marceline start like a coven of witches and bubblegum people, and they all just like hang out and do science and cast spells and like fuck each other to death. That sounds amazing. I really I would like to watch that, um, and I would also love to watch the like reality reunion show of that. And I would love all this to be animated. And I, 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 you know, if I had, if I could draw worth shit, that's what I'd be doing right now, y'all. Yeah, no fucking way would I be sitting here talking if I could draw. No way. If I could draw, oh, anyway. But, so, Rebecca Sugar is the person that writes and sings all these gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous songs. Uh... I don't even know how to put it into words. She's like nailing it with with the Steven Universe stuff. I don't really like Steven Universe. I'm sorry. I just can't get into it. I can't get into it. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna keep trying. Um, I'm thinking there might be there might be just a new perspective, like a certain episode I need to see in order to unlock that, you know. So I'm I'm, I'm working on it. I'm trust me. But um, her uh her. Uh, 
songs are amazing. Her songs, her songs are amazing. Uh, Happening happened. Uh, amazing. Uh, everything stays amazing. Amazing. Um, I posted a ton. I'm gonna keep posting tons of videos on the Facebook page. By the way, everybody, I have a Facebook page. Please go like my Facebook page. I'm talking to you, person in the UK. I shouldn't say person. It might be more than one person. Maybe, maybe I'm lucky and there's more than one person. It seems like it's one person. Um, sorry if that's creepy. I got stats, yo. Uh, I got somebody in Canada. Fucking like my Facebook page, bitch. Uh, Switzerland. What are you doing? Sweden? What's up? Get on Facebook. Also, I got a blog. I got a WordPress. You would know about the blog and the WordPress if you freaking check my Facebook page. It's uh, 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 Mad About It, uh, Becky with a Good Hair. That's right. Mad About It. Podcast. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm totally new to all this, like, searching algorithm stuff. I am no, I am no, I am no gifted tech genius. Um, it's a struggle for me, so please be nice when you tell me that everything that I'm trying to do doesn't work and that the Facebook page is impossible to find because it's listening to the wrong shit and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Just be kind. Um, you know, also, just check out my Facebook page. There's a ton of links to Rebecca Sugar singing all these songs way, way better than Becky's clunky clunky chunky fingers so clunky chunky is not so good as, as this lady so go check her out um i just there's not there's more than one there's more than one there's more than one songwriter hold on one second so yeah it turns out it's actually pretty much just rebecca sugar yeah it's uh fry song that's her susan strong really good song that's her oh fiona oh my god oh fiona i am obsessed with that song oh my gosh I'm just your problem. I think I think you've probably already heard it by now. Um, uh, bacon pancakes. She's responsible for bacon pancakes. That's all I gotta say. Uh, everything stays. Good little girl, bad little boy. Remember you. And uh, she's also non-binary. What's up? She's super young. She's 31. And uh, she's the voice of Marceline's mom. She's got a smile that's gonna melt your heart into a sad little puddle that's just crying because you miss her so much. It's nuts. And she looks like her Steven Universe characters. Like, she literally looks like that. Which, I'll be honest, is kind of a turnoff. I don't really like it so much. I know that sucks. I'm a dick. You can, you can, yeah, you can, you can tell me about it. I, I, I just can't get behind Steven Universe. I don't know what it is. I'm working as hard as I can. It's not going so well, as you can tell. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I am, I am completely blown away by the sensitivity and the beauty and the, the, the expressiveness and the emotional capacity and the simple the, the melodies are so beautiful and simple like just so gorgeous um ah oh, it's just gorgeous really really good phrasing and ratios like i just i love it it's a thrill to listen to it and it's a thrill to try to play it 
to try to capture that essence. I mean, it's just really, really, it's really, it's really fun. It's very, very satisfying. Uh, Becky like, Becky like. So yeah, I mean, there's way more episodes. There's a lot more we need to talk about. I kind of want to just like take a break for a bit and like maybe work on a season seven episode, maybe a season eight episode, season nine episode. Uh, and uh, or, or not, I don't know. Maybe just leave it, leave it in. Like this is it, you know. Just go out and now, now, now that you know, go out and friggin' listen to it. It's good. Or, 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 or go listen to the links on my Facebook page and then go watch the show. Go watch the show. Um, I'm gonna have a list of the my favorite episodes. Um, uh, check out uh, any sort of bubbling stuff suits your fancy. Uh, yeah, it's well reviewed. Um, I just love it, isn't it? It's so fun. Oh my gosh. I don't, it's like I don't even, you just have to feel it. Like it's something that you watch and you don't really, there's not like there's a specific moment that really does it. It's like the whole feeling is what it is. Like you, it's just, it just is what it is. It's so beautiful. Um, so genuine, very, very authentic. It does not try too hard. It it, it tries. Uh, it, it just it doesn't try at all. It just is. It's just it's just raw. It's very real. Um, super super translucent. Uh, how do I say this in, in, in as many ways as I can? I'm not sure. I think that might be it. I think that might be it, guys. Go check out. Go check out Bubbleine. Uh, and if you, uh, if you already love Bubbleine, like, please just, like, send me stuff about Bubbleine. I love Bubbleine. Bubbleine's, like, it's, like, my favorite. Did you know? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Ta-ta for now.